Welcome to the Sports Report for Thursday, October 5th. I'm Mark Daniels, and just like that, the Milwaukee Brewers season has come to an end. They go 92-70 and 70 in the regular season, win the National League Central Division Championship, and are home for a best-of-three series with the wild-card Arizona Diamondbacks, and they come to Milwaukee and sweep the Brewers. Take the opener 6-3, to three, and then last night at American Family Field, a 5-2 Arizona victory. Manager Craig Council's club left nine more runners stranded on base. 20 left on base in the two games and says we just couldn't cash chances. You know, again, I thought we did a pretty decent job creating some opportunities. Um, you know, a night again where we felt like we were we were a hit away, uh, where we we needed something to fall, and it didn't. And it did fall for the D-backs. Manager Tori Lovello's young kids came through. When you talk about adaptability and resiliency, that was in the forefront of, of today's day more than anything. Our guys were tough, and it was a young group that stepped up. D-backs turned to their ace, Zach Gallen, and he gave up two runs in the first inning. Sal Freilich with a sacrifice fly. Willie Adamas with an RBI knock, but Gallen would lock it down from there, getting through six without any more damage. They did a good job running the pitch count out, and I knew going into this game that you know we used a lot of the bullpen last night. So if I if I didn't go deep, it was going to put us in a hole for you know potentially tomorrow. So I just really just tried to stay in attack mode. And Freddie Peralta was asked to keep the season alive for the Brewers, and he was fantastic early. He got through the first four innings without giving up a hit. But Alec Thomas touched up for a solo home run in the fifth, and then the wheels came off for Peralta in a four-run sixth inning. It was great, uh, feeling feeling great, and I think the only thing is uh, they had a, a very good uh, top of, of the sixth inning, and go for them. Bad for the crew. Cattell Marte with a big knock, a two-run signal, and then Peralta gave way to Abner Uribe, who uncorked a wild pitch that brought in another run, and the D-backs would finish off the game and the season for the Brewers. Mark Canham, nice acquisition at the trade deadline, says it was just an unfortunate series. Some bounces didn't go our way, you know, we just, a lot of balls hit right at people. Um, you know, I think we just need to hit some more homers, maybe hit some more doubles, but it's easy to say that, but it's a lot easier said than done when you're facing that staff, and, and that's playoff baseball, you know, you gotta, you gotta grind, and, you know, we grinded for two games so all the way to the end, and, and it's something to be proud of. And now as they clean out the clubhouse, there are a lot of questions with this Brewer team. Corbin Burns, Willie Adamas heading into their final shot at arbitration, not to mention manager Craig Council, whose contract is expiring. Christian Yelich would hate to see Skip leave. You don't ever want to lose sight on you know what this team's been able to accomplish the last five or six years. We haven't been able to take it the whole way and, and win a championship, but being in a small market and being a consistent winner and having a, a good competitive team every year that either in the playoffs or, or you know we missed it by one game last year it's tough to do and he's a huge reason why this place is is like that now and he's built a great culture here and oh well then good brewers have uh, made the postseason in five of the last six years but since uh, the game seven loss to the dodgers uh, went away from the world series in 2018 they are just one and nine in their last 10 postseason games another tough exit diamondbacks move on they'll take on their division rivals the la dodgers in the nlds the other national league series had the phillies beat the marlins seven to one to complete a two-game sweep aaron nola went seven scoreless innings and bryson stott delivered the big blow a grand slam to cap off the sweep any playoff series you want to you want to win as fast as you can and, and save some arms for, 
for the next series. And um, I mean, we came out swinging the bats pretty well, and, and the bats were were pretty good for the most part. So it was it was a good series. And now it'll be another division matchup in the NLDS as the Phillies head to Atlanta to take on the top seeded Braves in the American League. Minnesota Twins shut out the Toronto Blue Jays two to nothing. They win their first series at home since they won it all in 1991. Sonny Gray went five scoreless innings and scattered five hits. Outfielder Matt Walner and the Twins are on to the ALDS. Awesome. When we clinched, was awesome. This is even more special. Really earning this. So this was so much fun. The fans are so awesome. It was just a, a fun series. And next up for the Twins, the Houston Astros, the defending champions of the Texas Rangers. They go into Tampa Bay and sweep out the Rays 7-1. Nathan Ovaldi went 6-2 and two thirds, allowed only a run, struck out 8. Rangers put up four runs in the fourth inning. Manager Bruce Bochy's club had a late-season slump that cost him the American League West Division title, but says we rebounded pretty nicely. They reset, refocused, uh, and just put together two of, I think, the best games uh, back-to-back that we probably have had all year when you look at the pitching, the offense, the defense, everything, which we knew we had to do. And now they'll have to do it again against the top-seeded Baltimore Orioles. To football and in college football, the Wisconsin Badgers are coming off their bye. They are at 3-1. and one. They welcome the 4-1 and one Scarlet Knights of Rutgers, the Camp Randall Stadium, on Saturday. Here's Badger head coach Luke Fickle. They do a great job at managing the game. I think special teams-wise, you can tell they're they're very honed into what it is that they do. They're going to challenge you and pressure you in every situation, whether it's you know coming after punts, whether it's you know a possibility of fakes. They're going to have everything possible on the board, um, which makes you have to really execute at what you're doing. And that one kicks off at 11 o'clock Saturday morning at Camp Randall Stadium. St. Norbert at three and two. They're back home hosting Rockford Saturday at one at Schneider Stadium. Lakeland at two and three on the road this weekend. They'll be at Wisconsin. Lutheran. NFL's fifth weekend kicks off Thursday night with a 2-2 two two Washington Commanders welcoming the Chicago Bears to the nation's capital. But Washington receiver Terry McLaurin says we're not going to sleep on the winless Bears. Records to me really have never mattered no matter who you're playing. That's why they say it's any given Sunday. So you got to give the respect to each team and each opponent that you play. You got to focus and prepare as if it's the most important game of the week for you. It's the only game of the week for those two as they get the weekend going. As for the Packers, they return to the practice field today. There's going to be plenty of storylines heading into their Monday night matchup with the Raiders. Maybe first and foremost, Rasul Douglas and the Packers secondary running into one Devontae Adams again. Uh, for sure, it's definitely going to be challenging. Uh, it's always good going against the best uh, when you get a chance. So it's going to be fun. And, and I know he want to kill us. So... It's going to be fun. And not the only unique storyline for Packers special teams coordinator Rich Passaccia has a date with the Carlson boys. He helped coach Daniel to become the all-pro place kicker in the NFL, and now he's got his younger brother Anders on the Packers squad. Yeah, you know, obviously they, they don't get to go head-to-head, you know, face mask to face mask, but I'm sure for them it'll, it'll be easy for their parents. They can be at one game and see them both play, you know, and I think they're – their brother's actually coming in from Sweden to have a chance to see those guys both play. So those are some of the unique things that can happen in the National Football League. And, and uh, they're both really good players, and they're both playing well right now. So should be great for their family. Hopefully it's better for us. That would be nice. So, Rich, how are Daniel and Anders similar? And how are they different? Yeah, they're, they're similar size-wise. You know, that's, that's the one thing. I think personality-wise, when – Daniel first came to us. I think he had, he had kind of gone through the shock of, of getting cut and some of those things. And I think he had to um, 
refocus on his confidence, rebuild his confidence to the point of where he is now. I think the thing that's been good for honors is the some of the difficulties that um, Daniel has had, honors has had the opportunity to learn from. I still think the guiding force to those two is the dad. You know, dad's an ultra-competitive tennis guy, and I think he's really been a force for both of those guys. Packers and Raiders, Monday night in Las Vegas. Elsewhere, NBA preseason getting underway. Dallas and Minnesota going to play a couple of games in the NBA Abu Dhabi games in the United Arab Emirates. Milwaukee Bucks open preseason play hosting the Chicago Bulls on Sunday. Women's sports, uh, World Gymnastics Championships on tour. Belgium, the U.S. women capture their seventh straight world title. At Simone Biles, 20th world gold medal, extending her own record, and it comes 10 years after her first, and at 26 years of age, the oldest to win a medal at the World Championships. And in volleyball, top-ranked Wisconsin Badger team gets the 14-0, 5-0 in the Big Ten with a road sweep against the Hawkeyes in Iowa. And there's your sports report. I'm Mark Daniels.